0: Greetings to you at Faith Center Ministries. How are you doing this Wednesday evening? Trust and pray that the Lord's blessings are with you and that you are enjoying the benefits, the blessings of the Lord and also in the power of his might. Uh, As you may know, uh, the governor of the state of California has, uh, once again, put us all on lockdown running the stay-at-home orders And because of the spreading of the coronavirus and things seem to be getting out of hand. uh, And so he decided he put a clamp down upon us again, especially in the arena of churches, beauty salons, and other businesses that uh, are leading to gathering of people together. And so we're following under his leadership and guidance and uh, we will not be or having any fellowships or anything of that nature uh, for a while until he gives us to go, uh, would go to assemble again. So right now we're still doing the same things we have been doing. Trust and pray that you will pray with us and be with us and go through with us as we go through this process of uh, bringing the word of God through whatever stream or medium that we can to reach the lost. Uh, and I trust that you are participating in spreading the gospel and putting the word out to people. Praise God to tune in and turn on and see what the Lord is saying to us all. And may the blessing of the Lord be with us and guide us through that. Um, we, we pray for those individuals that have lost loved ones. I just got a praise report that my uh, sister-in-law, uh, Sister Minnie Ann good aaron is doing much much better up in San Luis Obispo, uh, in the Pomo or churches, and then my brother who has been hospitalized uh, is also we believe at home, and he's doing much better. Uh, he's improving. He's getting up, getting therapy, and things of that nature. So we believe in the Lord and trust in the Lord, and giving God thanks uh, for what He is doing, and trusting in the Lord for that. So, go to God, keep encouraged, stay faithful, uh, stay obedient, and that's what we're going to be talking about tonight, that love leads to obedience. Love leads to obedience. We are going to be in the second epistle of the book of John, the second epistle of the book of John, love leads to obedience. If we say we love, then we will obey and uh, the blessing of the Lord will be with us so that we can be in his graciousness and his kindness and in his favor. Uh, let us just pray. Father, we thank you and we praise you. We magnify you, we lift you up. We give you the highest praise on today. We pray that blessings upon your people, O oh God, as they listen to the words that we are speaking on tonight. May those words be beneficial. May they be a blessing to them. And may, oh God, your grace rule with them And God, we thank you and we praise you. We pray, O God, you will lead us and guide us, order our steps. Give us, O God, the right direction and the things to do. Help us to help one another. Help us to help each other. Help us, O God, so that we can be a blessing to each other. And God, we thank you and we praise you. Bless those that have already arrived, that made their way, O God, and that they will be able to take someone else up with them and achieve the things, O God, that you would the desire of them to achieve. And Father, we thank you and we praise you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Let your word be blessed as it goes to our hearing. Open up our hearing and our understanding. Open up the thoughts of our minds. Open up the wills of God. And we thank you and we praise you in Jesus' mighty name and we thank you, Lord. Amen and amen. Bless the Holy Name. Well let's turn to the word of the Lord and the second epistle of the book of John. It's a very short epistle, so our lesson tonight will probably be a short one, but uh, nevertheless, it's powerful and impactful. If you allow it to impact you the way that the scripture has been given to us through the Holy Spirit, then praise God, it will be to you. The writer starts off with the book of epistles. uh, First of all, let's go to the authorship of each one of these books. There's 1 John, 2 John, and 3 John. First, second, and third John. Each one of them is attributed to be written by the uh, John the Elder, or John uh, the disciple of God, uh, Jesus Christ, and so, praise God. There's a a note of experience that's in these particular chapters. First of all, in chapter one, uh, in verse one, rather, of chapter one, because there's only one chapter in the book, second epistle of John, uh, he writes and says, The elder unto the elect lady, the elder unto the elect lady, and her children, whom I love in the truth, and not only I, but also all they that have known the truth. In other words, praise God, he's, he classifies himself as the elder. We don't know if that's his title or if that's his position. Uh, is he an elder in the church or is he an elder? In the body of Christ, what is he as an elder? He identifies himself as an elder unto the elect lady, unto the chosen ones, unto the ones that are called by the name of Christ and her children, which means her congregation. We believe that this letter is written to a congregation. We believe that the members of that congregation are referred to as the children whom the Lord loved who are children of truth. And, and not only are they children of truth, but they are surrounded by the church members uh, also and the believers in the community and in the world, praise God, who are notified and classified as Christians, but also they that have known the truth. So he's looking for the people that have been received the truth, heard the truth, and received it and acknowledged it and then live by it. For the truth's sake which dwelleth in us and shall be with us forever. Truth is gonna last forever. Lies will come and they will go. Uh, Stories will come and they will go. But truth will always be with us and truth will always be able to stand the length of time. And so, and and the process of time. Truth will always stand. If a person tells the truth, they don't have to remember what they said because they will always be the same. The story will always be the same because the truth will always be the same. The same yesterday, today, and forever. So God requires of us, praise God, to know the truth. And if you know the truth, the truth shall set you free. And that is what we are working on tonight. And that is to know that the truth of the Lord Jesus Christ will set us free from the world that we live in today. Now, In chapter, in in verse number three, he opens up with a different kind of opening or salutation that is unique to John and to 1 Timothy and the book of 2 Timothy. And you notice what he says. He says, grace be with you. And then he adds mercy. Usually you don't find the word mercy in with grace and peace. You find grace and peace. But then, now he adds mercy. The only place you're gonna find mercy is in the first book of uh, Timothy, the second book of Timothy, and also in the first and second books of John. I'm sorry, the second book, yeah, the first and second, I'm sorry, the second book of John. So we have, praise God, the second book of John, and then we have, praise God, the uh, book of, of Timothy, first Timothy and second Timothy where he has this word mercy. Usually it is grace and peace, but he has now mercy. And we are now benefiting from God's mercy. We claim mercy from the Lord. We thank God for his mercy and for his grace, his gift of salvation. And which leads us to believe, praise God, that when we find his mercy, you'll find his peace. And you'll also find his grace. His grace will lead you to the freedom That God, the free will that God planned for us to live in, and the freedom of salvation. And that's what grace is all about. For by grace are you saved through faith, not of yourselves, not of works, lest any man should boast. So we're going to have this freedom of salvation, this gift of salvation that comes from us through the grace and the peace of God that is attributed to us by mercy uh, for us. Now he says, Verse 4, I rejoice greatly that I have found of the children walking in truth. In other words, the congregation, I found that in them there is an element of truth. They are walking in the ways of the Christian community. And as we know today, what we're looking for is someone who will demonstrate the Christ-like experience. Someone that will demonstrate the ability, what it means to be saved, what it means to hold the love of Christ in your life and to share that love that God has given to us with others that are on the earth today. With those that are walking with us, those that are talking with us, those that are living with us, those that are impacted by us. We want to make sure that we give them this real, true representation of what Jesus Christ is all about. And Paul said, I mean, and John says, I rejoice greatly, but I found of the children walking in truth, as we have received a commandment from the Father. This is not something that's of choice. This is not something that we can choose or pick and choose like a smorgasbord. This is something that is commanded of God that we love one another. It's a will of God. It's a purpose of God. It's a plan of God. And we don't have a choice in the matter. As he says, it is a commandment. And now I beseech thee, lady, not as though I wrote a new commandment. This is not something new um, that you have to go out and research and find out is this the truth. No, the truth is surrounded by the fact that, praise God, when you love God, you will obey him. And now I beseech thee, lady, not as though I wrote a new commandment unto thee, but that which we had from the beginning. This is farther part of the original commandment plan of working, of walking with the Lord, that we love one another, that we do what? That we love one another. God's greatest will for us is to demonstrate his love to one another. God's will for us is to demonstrate his love, his love one for another. To every, Remember, God says in his word that he is love, the same uh, John the First book of John tells us God is love. So it's this love that God wants us to spread throughout the world. Not a fleshly love, not a world a love that comes from uh, the, the mind or the will, but the love that comes from the heart. A love that truly represents who God is. It's a love that goes, praise God, called agape love. A love that extends beyond. It goes unto the places, praise God, that sometimes we feel That we cannot love. But there God says you will find me. You'll find my love in that place. That we love one another. And this is love. This is love. Then he defines love. That we walk after his commandments. So love is walking after the commandments of God. Walking in obedience to God. Walking according to the will of God. That's what God's love is all about that, praise God, when you find love, when you find genuine love of God, then you will love to do his commandments. You will love to obey him. You will love to do his will. You will love, you'll find peace in doing his love. It won't be difficult. It won't be hard. It won't be something that you have to struggle with, but it will be, praise God, something that comes from the natural heart because of the fact, praise God, that God is love. And you allow God to do the loving out of you, then it would be much easier than you trying to force love upon someone else. But God says from the beginning, this is my commandment that you love one another. And this is love that we walk after his commandments. This is the commandment that as you have heard from the beginning, you should walk in it. So that word walk means we should live in it. We should live in it. And then he goes on to explain Praise God. That if there are some people in the world that are going to teach you something different. They're going to come with a different philosophy, a different kind of understanding, a different kind of will. And they're going to spread that will. They're going to spread that philosophy. They're going to try to win over the people to their side. But we are not to be deceived. We are as Christians of the world, Christians of God, Christians of the Lord Jesus Christ, representatives of him are not to be deceived by those that are entered into the world, which confess not that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh. They don't believe in the incarnate God, the incarnate Jesus Christ, that Jesus Christ came and took on the human being flesh and then lived the life that he expected us to live in, in this world. He became our example. He became the role model, the person that we were to follow after. And this is that deceiver, the Antichrist. The Antichrist comes against Christ, anti, against. He's against Christ. He's coming, praise God, to convince you that Jesus Christ is not real. Convince you, praise God, that the power of the Lord Jesus Christ is not living in your life today through the Spirit. But you do have the power of Jesus Christ living in you through the Spirit of the Lord. And if you live in the, in the uh, Spirit of God, and the power of God, you'll receive the fullness of the Lord. You'll receive the blessings of the Lord. And then you'll be able, praise God, to follow in His commandments Easily, praise God without any struggle or hardship, and it would not be difficult to love, but it'll be easier to love if you allow him to love through you. you not the, the word Jesus Christ said, praise God, the Father who does the work through us, and he works through us through His Son Jesus Christ in us. so if we have Jesus Christ in us, then he'll do the work for us. So that there won't be a struggle to live to love and obey his commandments now then he says look to yourselves in other words check yourself think on these things that we lose not those things which we have wrought but we receive a full reward there is reward that god gives for those who walk after his commandments if you walk in obedience to god you walk in the fullness of god you walk in the love of god and do the commandments of the lord if you do that, praise God, there is a blessing, there is a, 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 a reward that will follow after obedience. And obedience, praise God, that leads to uh, the commandments, so follow the commandments, praise God, will be the things that you will find full reward of Jesus Christ, the blessings of the Lord that follow, praise God, obedience. Whosoever transgresses and abideth not in the scripture of Christ, the doctrine of Christ, hath not God. So they they may claim that they have him they may claim that they re- reside that he resides in them, but if they don't allow him to work through them, they have not God. He that abideth in the doctrine of Christ, he hath both the Father and the Son. you have Jesus Christ, the God the Father I mean Jesus Christ, God the the Son, you have the Father and the Holy Spirit, all three abiding in us. They work up, praise God, the Godhead, the Trinity that are working through us. And God says, Jesus says, the work that I do, I don't do, but the Father that lives in me, he doeth the work. And so if Jesus is doing the work through God the Father, praise God, in us, then, praise God, we have all we need to perform the will of God. And if there come any unto you and bring not this doctrine, Receive him not unto your house, neither bid him speed. Don't say God bless you to that person that's Antichrist, that person that's teaching a different gospel that's outside of love, that's teaching us to hate one another, that's teaching us to be divisive, teaching us, praise God, that to be vengeful, to teaching us to get revenge. Lord God, if that lesson or those t- lessons are being taught, then we ought to avoid that person. We are to avoid that kind of doctrine. He says, praise God, because if you uh, wish a person God's blessings and you give them, praise God, shelter or enhance them in any way, then you're guilty as they are of the things that they are spreading. And we don't want to be a partaker of the sins of any person. So if there come any unto you and bring not this doctrine, receive them not into your house, neither bid him speed. That's the time God authorizes us to separate ourselves. Praise God. If we find somebody preaching a gospel that is divisive, a gospel that is not uh, bringing together, is not inclusive, uh, then you can walk away from that person. But if you praise God the gospel of togetherness, the gospel of love, the gospel of oneness, the gospel of fellowship, the gospel of peace, the gospel of praise God, of the incarnate God, Jesus Christ, living with us, you can listen to it. You can partake of it. You can participate participate in it. For he that biddeth him Godspeed is partaker of his evil deeds. Having many things, Paul says, now listen, I got a lot that I can say to you about this. I got much more that I can say to you about this. But I'm not going to take the time to write it to you with paper and ink. But I trust to come unto you. I'd rather speak to you face to face your joy might be full, that my joy might be full. For I would love to see you, love to fellowship with you, love to have, uh, break bread together. Praise his holy name. And so Paul, I mean, the writer John says, I'd rather do that than to write this long letter to you and that you read it. But I want to fellowship with you. I want to be partaker with you. And I want to demonstrate the love of God in me towards you and speak face to face that your joy, that my joy might be full. And the children of thy elect, sister, greet thee. In other words, the people that have come to Christ in my congregation come, praise God, and greet you, the people that have come to Christ in your congregation. There's only one body of Christ, and we all are partakers of that body of Christ. We are all one in Christ. We're not separate, but we're all one. And Jesus came to make us one and he said he prayed father make them one as you and I are one and so we believe today that we as the followers of Christ are one with each other in the body of Christ and may the spirit of God get that oneness keep us in fellowship with one another keep us in joining in spirit that's one of the reasons why we miss each other praise God because we have that oneness in the body of Christ that spirit that keeps us in love, that spirit that keeps us missing one another, keeps us, praise God, that makes us feel like we're missing something when we're not together. So, praise God, God wants us today to keep on believing him, keep on obeying his commandments, keep on loving him. And when you obey him, you will find, praise God, that doing his commandments is easy. And the love, and you'll love to do his commandments by the fact that you love him. And we thank God for you tonight. And may the blessing of the Lord, I told you, be quick and it is So bless the Holy Name. It doesn't take long for the Lord to bless you and to prosper you and to make you, keep you in good health. And may his blessings be upon you. In the name of our Father and Son, Jesus Christ. All right, be blessed of the Lord and have a great night. Enjoy yourselves and in the fellowship of his glory. Don't let the enemy upset you. Don't let him take advantage of you. Don't let him come in. Remember, kick him out. It keeps us healthy and keeps us going and moving and we're able to provide the things that we do to God because of the fact that you support us. So we thank God for that support and that keeps us as one. Bless the Holy Name. So uh, whatever method you want to give, whether you're giving through the internet or whether you're going to give through uh, giving, praise God, in the natural uh, means of writing a check and mailing it to us, praise God, remember our address PO Box 867, Walnut, California, 91788. Faith Center Ministries, PO Box 867, Walnut, California, 91788. And if you do that, glory to God, on your screen, you see the various methods of how to bless us and will continue to bless others as you bless us. And may the blessing blessed Lord be with you, And may his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank God. Keep praying for one another. Keep praying for the fellowship of the saints of God and the body of Christ. In Jesus' name, amen.